All right, all right. Welcome to the underground, a place to hear the word of God before you go six feet underground. Who am I? I'm just the voice of one calling out saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. I hope everybody's having a good day today. Hope your day has went well. Appreciate everybody coming out tonight. If you live, if, or if you in here with us live, just come in, put it on mute because we are recording. We are recording. I hope everybody, uh, okay, let me back up. Yeah, let me know, let me know, because I just got a new mic. So if I'm if I'm sounding too loud or you can't hear me, go ahead and type it in the comment section. You know, this is like a little trial run. I got a new mic. So it's a pretty nice mic too, you know what I'm saying? I kind of love it too. What about now? Right there? Okay, okay. The distance is perfect. So, okay, I can lean back. Okay, I can lean back like I'm in my leg. Okay. Cool. Anyways, I hope everybody uh gave God the thanks this evening. You know, I know you may have had a rough day at work or you may have been in traffic all day or you may have some coworkers that got on your nerves today. Your kids may got on your nerves today. Your husband may got on your nerves today. Your wife may got on your nerves today, you know. Your mama, your daddy may got on your nerves today. But through it all, I hope you gave God the thanks, you know. I pray that y'all did that today. So for those coming in, what is the underground? Let me say that real quick. Let me give a, a brief, you know, uh, view of what the underground is, man. It's just a place where we share the word of God with people. We share the word of God with people. This podcast is all about getting the word of God out to people in a way, in such a way that they can uh, receive it and grow from it and grow from it. That's our main focus here. We give it nothing but the word of God. So I appreciate everybody who comes and I appreciate everybody who's listening to it. And if you have any friends, man, go ahead and share this podcast with them. You know, we all on different uh, platforms. We on Spotify, we on Apple. So go ahead and share this platform with them, all right? All right. Well, we got a lot of scriptures tonight, so I hope you're ready. If you uh want to just write some of these scriptures down that you can go throughout the week and study them yourself, that'll be good for you. You know, just go over these scriptures. So we go get into the word of uh, word of God and let the word of God get into us. Let the word of God get into us. When the last time have you ate the word of God? Have you really digested the word of God this week? All the food that you put in your body, which is good, that's cool. All the drink that you put in your body, that's cool. But have you really digested the word of God this uh, week? And it will show that you digested it by the way you live your life, by the way you treat people, by the way you talk to people, man of God, woman of God. So that's what the underground is here for, to give you the word of God. Sometimes we may spoon feed you. Sometimes we may have to cut it up to give it to you. Sometimes we may have to put it in the blender, you know, chop it up real smooth for you. But this is what we're here for, to receive the word of God. It says man should not live by bread alone but from every word that comes from the mouth of God. That's what Jesus told us in the wilderness. That is the lifestyle we should be aiming for. 
to understand what is God telling us and then begin to shape our lives around what he's telling us. Begin to develop our mind of what he's telling us. Begin to develop our moods. You know what I mean? Your mood swing should not dictate your life. The word of God should dictate your life. Your attitudes should not dictate your life. The word of God should. Your emotions, your insecurities, all these things that we allow to dictate our life, we shouldn't let it. It should be only the word of God. And that's what the underground wants from uh, you guys. We are here to give you the word of God. All right. That's just a little appetizer right there to get you guys going and all that type of stuff. So let's go to, I'm going to go to second Timothy two and three, four. We go over a lot of scriptures. Y'all know that. Y'all already know that a lot of scriptures, a lot of scriptures. This is like a master's class when it comes to the word. So you're going to have to, you know, uh, keep up. You feel me? Cause this is a master class. So here we go. It says in 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 3. 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 3. It says, endure suffering along with me as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. Verse 4. Soldiers don't get tied up in the affairs of civilian life. For then they cannot please the officer who enlisted them. Now, I had a couple of conversations this uh, over this past week with different people at my job and different people that, you know, I come in contact with out here in this world. And uh, they, they, they always seem to ask me, what's my goals? What's my goals in life? You know, and my goals in life, especially as I begin to uh, crucify myself and try to align my mind and align my life with God, they become his goals. They become his goals. It's not my goals anymore. It's, it's what God wants for me. And one of the goals, he, just, he wants me to be a good servant of Christ, a good husband, and a good father. And when you tell people these goals, it seems like that's, it, it, it's crazy how you can see that that's not enough in this world. You have to be going after these, I don't know, materialistic goals in order for goals to be really like a, a plot right now in these days. But I wanted to read this verse right here so you guys can get an understanding of what being a soldier of Christ is about. First of all, we cannot be getting entangled with the affairs of this world. We can't be getting entangled with the goals of this world with the mindsets of this world. Let me give you an example. Can you imagine one of, uh, you know, our soldiers? I'm talking about the top soldiers, like the Navy SEALs, the, the Army Rangers. They have a mission to go over to the other countries, right? Because we're trying to get a terrorist. Let's just use this for example. And they commander gives them a mission to go over there and this is the, uh, we want you to take this target out. This is your focus. This is your mission. They get their orders. Can you imagine them going over to the different countries and they start uh, trying to start a business? 
or they trying to start doing all these other things besides the mission they commander has given them. They start getting entangled with the affairs in the uh, entangle of the world status in the world system of the other country that they're going over to. Wouldn't that be foolish? Don't you think they commander officer would be very upset with them? But why? Because they're not focused on the mission. They have a mission when they're going over to these countries. Get in and get out. It ain't time to meet people. It ain't time to get cool with people. We don't have time to be trying to uh, bond. We don't have time to be trying to build stuff over there. I need you to get in and get out. And that's what it's coming to right now if you're a believer. I'm talking to believers right now who really soldiers in this game. That's where we're at right now. That's where we're at right now. We don't have time to be getting entangled with these affairs of the world. I'm on a mission right now. My goals are not going to be aligned with the world. They're not going to sound like the world. No, I don't have goals like the world is telling me to have. I get my goals from my commander. I get them straight from God. And no, you may not understand why I have goals like that. But that's okay. What I want to encourage the soldiers out there, soldiers in God's army, I don't want you to get distracted. You know what your mission is. God has given you your mission. Stop getting distracted by the latest investments. Stop getting distracted by the latest trend. Stop getting distracted by the uh, latest uh, cash value or Bitcoin and all these other things that's going on. I'm going to need y'all to stop getting distracted, soldier. Get your head in the game. All right? We got to keep our head in the game. Keep encouraging y'all. And if you know other soldiers around you and they may got hit a couple of times and they limping on this walk, hey, pick your soldier up. All right. Hey, if you coming in, oh, thank you very much. If you coming in, I appreciate you coming to the underground, a place to hear the word of God before you go six feet underground. If you coming in, go ahead and put it on mute because we're recording live. But I really, really appreciate you coming to the underground. But yeah, if you see any soldiers around you and you see them limping in their faith, you see that they bleeding in their faith, you see that they barely making, hey, you need to put them on your shoulders and carry them to safety. Speaking of safety, speaking of safety, this week it was uh, raining real hard at my job. I love the way the Holy Spirit sometimes just flows. It just flows to the next topic. Appreciate that, Holy Spirit. It was uh, raining real hard this week in H-Town. Uh, you know, if everybody in H-Town, y'all know it's been raining hard, real hard. Some of y'all was out there swinging in the rain. Shout out to that. But anyways, so at my job, I work with uh, mentally ill patients and different type of clients who, when rain happens, they get very nervous. You know, they get very scared. They scared of uh, if the lights go off, what's going to happen? And it's a real uh, fear to them. So when these things happen, we have to have flashlights that's visible for our clients to see. 
So when there's a big thunderstorm or when there's a lot of rain outside, uh, my bosses let me know, hey, go and get the flashlights so the clients can see it and it can make them more comfortable. And just, to, and just in case that the lights go off, we'll have a flashlight to guide them. Now, with that being said, let me go to, uh, I'm going to read Isaiah chapter 42 and verse 6. I got a couple of verses I'm going to read with this, okay? I hope everybody's doing good. But yeah, uh, again, just sit back and let this word go into you real quick. Don't fight it. Don't fight it. Let this word get into you. It'll be good for you. This good medicine for you. I promise you that. You remember when you was young and your mama used to tell you, come take this medicine, boy. Girl, come take this medicine. And she used to uh, try to put it to your mouth and you used to try to fight it and do all that type of stuff. But you, because you didn't know that this medicine was good for you. And that's what happens sometimes with uh, believers. They, they start to, you know what I'm saying? When the word is trying to feed them, get their get they soul healed. They be moving their neck and don't want to uh, taste this word. Don't fight it. Isaiah chapter 42, 6. Isaiah, that's my cousin right there, y'all. Yeah, that's my cousin. Me and him, real cool. Me and him got a lot of common. I can tell the way he be writing his verses. It says, I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness. You know, when, people, when, when you say you've been called by God, you've been called to righteousness. You ain't been called to be a freak. You ain't been called to be a drug dealer. You ain't been called to be a stripper. You ain't been called to be a whore. You ain't been called to be a womanizer. You've been called to righteousness. You see what I'm saying? Hey, shout out to the underground. Appreciate y'all coming out a place to hear the word of God before you go six feet underground. When you coming in, go ahead and put it on mute. I really appreciate you coming out to the underground today. But that's what you have been called to, to righteousness. God's want, God wants you to start living a righteous lifestyle. You know, and it takes time to get there, but you should be striving to live a righteous lifestyle. Not a false lifestyle, not a lying uh, lifestyle, a righteous lifestyle. Then he says, I would take hold of your hand. I would take hold of your hand. Some of y'all, why are you snatching your hand away from God? He's trying to help you cross this street of life and you keep snatching your hand away from him. That's why you getting hit in all by type of trucks and cars in your life. Quit snatching your hand away from God. He's trying to walk you through this valley. He's trying to walk you through this desert. He's trying to walk you through this lifestyle. Hold his hand. I need you to be booed up with his hand. Okay. Okay. Let's keep on going. I will keep you. I will keep you. See, some of us just don't want to be kept sometimes. You remember, you know, when, uh, when a baby young, see what I'm saying? When, when, when a little baby and you try to pick them up because you know, Hey, I need to pick you up right now because where we walking, you ain't going to be able to make it. So let me get you. Matter of fact, let me pick you up right now because uh, you walking too slow. Yeah, you wasting time. And I'm trying to get to where I'm going. So you end up picking the baby up. 
And then you know how sometimes they get, <laughs> but you carry them anyway. That's how some of y'all acting right now. See, I'm trying to, I'm coming for the neck tonight. I'm going to come for the neck. We having neck bones tonight. <laughs> we having neck bones tonight. Because I'm coming, this word coming straight for the neck. Some of y'all, God is trying to pick up and keep, and you steady crying and kicking your legs. Let him keep you this season in life. Let him keep you. You acting, watch, next time, you know, when you be in a store and you got that little bad child, they just falling out. Ah, ah, and you look at them, you like, I wish I was they mama. Well, I want you to know in the spirit, that's how some of y'all acting. You having a whole temper tantrum with God because he said you can't have that girlfriend. You having a whole temper tantrum with God because he said you can't be booed up with that boy. You falling out. <laughs> Get up and stop all that crying. Ain't that what you... <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to have fun with it tonight. But, yeah, let God keep you. Can you let God keep you for this season? Just do it for one season. Just see how it feels to just let God keep you. For just one season, for one season in your life, tell that woman, say, you know what, this season, baby, it, even you fine. I ain't, you fine, but I ain't going to let you. I'm, I'm going to just have to let God keep me. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to let God keep me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I get my key back too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you get your stuff off the off the top dresser? Yeah, get the headbands too. Yeah, get the hairpins too. I'ma just let God keep me. You know, tell that, tell that 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 job, or tell that dude, or tell that, tell anybody, your boo or whoever it is, your sugar daddy. I'ma let God keep me this 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 season of my life. Let me see if He can keep me, and I guarantee you He can. And then it says, and will make you be a covenant. I will keep you and, and will make you to be a covenant for the people and a light for the Gentiles. That means you need to be a light to the world. Now, I'm going to take it all the way back to my job. Follow me now. You know what I'm saying? Follow me. We in a, we in a uh, slab line. Follow me. You know what I'm saying? The reason we need those flashlights at work is because if it gets dark, we need to be able to see our way out the building. My clients is counting on me to be able to guide them out the building when it gets dark. This dark world right now, it is counting on the people of God to guide them. So I ask you, is your light a flashlight for people around you? Can they follow you through this life? Just with your life. I'm not, I'm not talking about with your words. I'm not talking about how you dress, how your hair is, how your teeth look. I'm talking about just your lifestyle, the way you carry yourself, the essence of who you are, your character, you know, the way you speak to people, the way you look at people. The peace that you have about your life. Can people follow you through the darkness of this world? That is what we call to be. That is what God wants to encourage you. That's why he has me up here today. He's, he wants me to encourage you guys. Hey, you guys need to be a light. And ask 
13 and 47, Acts 13 and 47, it says, for this is what the Lord has commanded us. See, when you see that in the word of God, that's when you open your ears. Because he's given a commandment. We need to start taking the commandments of God like our orders at work. You know, when our bosses tell us to do something, how quickly we get on it. That's how we need to be with the commandments of God. That is what he wants to start doing in this generation. He wants to get back on the throne of this, of this generation. Where we take the commandments of God for everything. It's over everything. It's over money. It's over everything. The commandments over God, over everything. That is how we got to start moving out here in these streets. For real, for real. If we want to see those blessings he talked about in Deuteronomy. Because that's what I'm trying to see. So he says, for this is what the Lord has commanded us. I have made you a light for the Gentiles. That you may bring salvation to the ends of the earth. You see what I'm saying? He's made us a light. How you been doing with that belief? Have you been a light at your job? Have you been a light in your family? With If it gets dark out here in these streets, which it is, will they follow you based on your character, just based on who you is? Will they follow you? And if, if, you, if you're saying no right now, it's okay. There's never a better time than right now. No, not tomorrow, right now. Right now. If you say, you know what, I need to start that right now. Let me get off this thing and go be, be a light to somebody. Go on ahead, get off this thing. Get off this uh, podcast and go be a light if that's what God's telling you to do right now. You see what I'm saying? Okay, let's keep on moving and grooving. Oh, man. Shout out to uh, God <laughs> uh, calling everybody to the podcast tonight. That's what's up. Shout out to God. And shout out to everybody who shared the link. I appreciate that. Much love. Much love. Welcome to the underground, a place to hear the word of God before you go six feet underground. Who am I? I'm just the voice of one calling out saying, repent. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. All right. Before we get into uh, some more scriptures, let me read this to you. Luke chapter 24 and verse 45. Luke chapter 24 and verse 45. It says, then he opened their minds so they can understand the scriptures. That's what you got to start praying to God. God, open my mind so I can understand these scriptures. Can you open my mind? Can you open my heart, God? When I read your words, sometimes I don't understand it, God. So you got to start praying. God, open my mind. Please open my mind, dear God. All right. So we're going to talk about the uh, next. We're going to keep on moving and grooving. Keep on moving and grooving through this word. Now, there's a whole bunch of wills at work right now in life. You got God's will, you got the devil's will, and you got man's will. That's typically all the wills that's going on. Okay, so one of the things that us believers need to uh, start doing is trying to understand what is the will of God for his people. What is the will of God for his people? And if we open up his word, it shows us so clearly. You know, God don't want us out here confused. You know, that's the devil. Yeah, he out here trying to confuse people, trick people, scheme on people. 
but God is so clear about it. And that's what I want to bring to you guys today. There's some scriptures that God said, this is the will that I have for my people. He says, some of my people are out here asking, God, show me a sign. God, show me uh, what you want me to do. Show me where you want me to live. Show me who you want me to date. And God say, you haven't even uh, started what I've been telling you to do. You haven't begun to uh, focus on the things that I already told you to do. I used to be eating a lot of food when, I, uh, when my mama was cooking. Shout out to all the mamas too. Happy uh, belated Mother's Day. Shout out to all the mamas out there. You know, and shout out to my mama, the realest to ever do. You know what I'm saying? She up in heaven right now, but appreciate all you did for me, mama. But she used to cook and I'll be, I have a big plate and everything, you know what I'm saying? And I'll be eating and I'll be like, I'm going to go get some more. And she'll be like, boy, sit down and finish what you have on your plate before you go get something else. And that's what God wants to tell us. Hey, you guys are asking for answers and we out here asking for the uh, will of God for our lives. He said, uh, I put some stuff on your plate. You haven't took care of it already. So let's go ahead and see what God has for us then. What do you want us to do? What do you want us to do out here in these streets then? All right, in John chapter six and verse 40. John chapter 6 and verse 40. So when I say these verses, you write them down like they're a lottery number. Yeah, that's how important they is. Yeah, when you hear these verses, you write them down like they're a lottery number. Because I promise you, if you punch this ticket, you're going to win. You punch these verses in your life, oh, you're going to hit it. I promise you that. It says in John chapter 6 and verse 40, shout out to our cousin John, for my father's will, See, he's already telling you right here. My father's will for everybody out here who lost, who don't know what God's will for them in life. I'm going to tell you. You're going to be so on point when you get off this uh, podcast. And I promise you, you go know what God's will is for your life. For my father's will is that everyone who looks to the son and believes in him should have eternal life. And I will raise them up at the last day. His will is that we believe in Christ. That's one of his wills in life. Are you believing in Christ? In Jesus? You know that, that name right there, it's kind of, ooh, it gets people angry, it gets people uncomfortable. But that's his will, though. Everyone who looks at the sun, that's who he's talking about. He wants everyone to look at the son and accept him so they can have eternal life. And he can raise them up in the last days. That's number one right there. Ask yourself, have I done that? Have, do I even believe in Jesus? Have I made that uh, choice? Or have I just been out here playing? Ask yourself that. Let them speak to your heart about that. Have you really made that declaration and said, I believe in Jesus, man, and I'm going to show it with my life? Because when you believe in something, you start to show it with your actions. You show it with your lifestyle. In 1 Timothy chapter 2 and 3, 
this is good and pleases God our Savior, who wants all people to be saved and come to a knowledge of the truth. Verse five, for there is one God, one mediator between God and mankind, the man Christ Jesus. His will is that you come to the knowledge and truth of the mediator Christ Jesus. What kind of knowledge you've been feeding yourself these, these days? What kind of truth you've been speaking these days? What kind of truth you've been letting into your heart these days? Because God's will is that you come to the knowledge and truth of his son, Christ. Ask yourself how you've been doing that, man of God, woman of God. All right, let's keep on moving. Because I can go on and on like an Erica Badu song. So let's keep on moving and grooving. All right, John chapter 1. John chapter 1, and we're going to start at verse 12. This is one. Of, this is the, another will of God. It says, but to all who believed in him and accepted, accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. Verse 13, they are reborn not with physical birth, not with natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's wills, but born of God. The will of God is that you become a child of God by accepting his son, Jesus Christ. See how simple this stuff is? You see how simple this is? This is what he wants you to start off with first. Before you move to Africa, before you move to Zimbabwe, can we focus on this first? Because the plane ticket is pretty high. You trying to pray for plane tickets. God say, have you even accepted my son before you go away right over there in Africa? Because you go over there, you probably ain't going to forget about him. Have you accepted my son before you go to Zimbabwe? Before you go to the pyramid? I mean, the dashiki's cool and all. I love them. They, they look real nice. But God say, have you accepted my, have you and my son had a conversation? Before you go all the way to Africa and have uh, conversations with your ancestors, have you had a conversation with my son first? That's all he asking tonight. That's why he want to speak to your heart. Woman of God, man of God. Because who knows if we go wake up in the morning? You get what I'm saying? Who knows? We can't be so prideful and just think we so beautiful and we go wake up like this. Man, we don't know. We don't know. That's why you got to take your nutty professor hands and just clap and give God the glory sometime. Take your uh, Norbit hands and give God the glory sometime. Just clap and just give him the glory and say, you know what? I don't got everything together, God, but just thank you for waking my little Boston baked bean head up this morning. My Starburst head up this morning. Just thank you, God. Ooh, even when I look, I look. You ever wake up sometimes like, ooh, I'm ugly? But just thank him anyways. Sometimes you just got to thank him, even when you look ugly. You know, just thank you, God. Woo. <laughs> thank you for waking me up. All right, let's keep on moving and grooving. We're going to go to 2 Peter verse 3 9. 2 Peter and 3 9. Hey, what are you talking about? He's still talking about the will of God. That's what he's talking about. That's what the voice talking about right now. I'm just telling you what the will of God is. So you won't be out here confused in these streets. 
You won't be out here being schemed, charmed, and disarmed because you don't know the will of God. He don't want that for you. Check out what he said in uh, 2 Peter verse 3, 9. Check out what our uncle Peter said. He says, the Lord is not slow in keeping his promises. You see him? See, some of these promises that, you, you know, we be talking about, man, I'm waiting on the promise of God. He ain't slow to his promises. But let me tell you what he waiting on. As some understand slowness, instead, he is patient with you. Point to yourself and say, me? Yeah, you. He said, I'm trying to be patient with you. I'm not slow. So sometimes we need, matter of fact, if you if you are, uh, then say that in your heart, go ahead and ask God for forgiveness. Say, God, I'm sorry for calling you slow. I'm sorry for calling you slow, God. My bad. My bad for uh, chopping and screwing you. My bad, God. You're not slow. But instead, he's being patient with us. Why he has to be patient with us? It says, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. That is his will. The will of God is that we come to repentance. I know America and told you the will of God is to get you a big house, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, it's not. He. It's not. I know the will. The American told you that the will of God is that you be driving in a big body Benz and you gonna have a big house with a pool and your bank account. Just, I'm sorry. It, it's. He don't say that in his word. He just don't. He wants you to come to repentance. Now, if you want to go get a house, hey, go ahead and work your little double shifts and go get that house that you want. Ask for strength because you gonna need it. But that's on you. But we got to stop, you know what I'm saying, confusing people with all these, I don't know what kind of gospel people out here preaching. But just read the word of God and it'll be so clear to you. His will is that I'm, I'm on everybody to repent and accept my son. That's what I need first. All right? So that's 2 Peter 3, 9. Look how they come and look, look how this word is so clear. It's like clear eye. Y'all remember that commercial, Clear Eye? It's so clear. When you drop this word into your soul, it becomes clear. And you start seeing things so much better. You see things for what they are. See, some of y'all need to drop this word in your system, and you'll start seeing that man for what he is. <laughs> oh, God. Don't go to the Holy Spirit. If you drop this word in your system, you'll start seeing that woman for what she really is. Yeah, just drop this word in you and you'll start to see, you're like, wait a minute. You know, you start noticing bumps and pimples when you drop this word in. <laughs> you start noticing, why they know so deep? <laughs> you ever... <laughs> oh, that's when you know you're getting tired of people. You start noticing little things. Well, look, if you start noticing those little things, it's time to go ahead. It's about to be called it quick. You start noticing why they why they nose look like that? Why they ears look big like that? <laughs> I'm gonna keep on moving and grooving. I'm, I'm gonna stop. Come on, stop playing, stop playing. Let's go, let's go. Hey, in uh Ephesians chapter four, Ephesians chapter five. Excuse me. Go to Ephesians chapter five, or you can write it down. And then I'm gonna uh, begin at verse fourteen. Ephesians chapter five and verse fourteen. I'm gonna start there. This is why it said. 
wake up, sleeper. Rise from the dead and Christ will shine upon you. Hey, wake up. He said, wake up, sleeper. You, you, you sleep. I know you physically awoke, but he's saying your spirit, your soul, you out here just sleepwalking through life. Wake up. What's wrong? Cut your lights on. Wake up. You don't have time to be out here sleepwalking. The Holy Spirit here is to convict you this uh, evening to tell you, wake up. And I'm not talking about this conscious woke. I'm talking about God awaken you. Rise from the dead. Rise from that dead lifestyle. Rise from that dead relationship. Rise from that dead uh, job that you at. Arise. And when you start doing that, Christ will shine on you. And I told y'all when Christ shine on you, you don't need no jury. When Christ shine on you, you don't need those expensive things because the light of God is in you. And everybody see that, baby. I promise you that. You don't need nothing on you when Christ shining on you. Yeah. Jacob the Jew don't got nothing on God's uh, bling bling, baby. I promise you that. And that's what the children of God supposed to be looking like right now. You supposed to just be shy when you walk in the room. You know that you ever just see somebody who walk in the room, you just know what, what they got going on. Why they why they so happy? What they always smiling about? Like I'm Christ shining on me. What you mean? Why I'm always smiling? You don't know where I've been. You don't know where I come from. I had to wake up and he started shining on me. Wake up. And if people around you don't want to wake up, hey, it's time to move on. Moving on, on. I'll be moving on. Ma told you that. 90s, babies. Ma, they told you that. Have you listened? I don't mind it. Anyways, in verse 15, then look, look what it says. It say, be very careful. Ooh, what are you talking about? Be careful about. Y'all hear? Y'all hear what he said? He says, be very careful. Then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. He's saying, I need y'all to start being careful how y'all live out here in these streets. Get that bottle up, from up under your seat. Welcome to the underground, a place to hear the word of God before you go six feet underground. Who am I? Just the voice of one calling out saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at his hand. Hey, when you come in, go ahead and put the uh, your mic on mute for me because we're recording live. But I appreciate you coming out to the underground. Thank you very much. But yeah, get that uh, bottle up under your seat. Some of y'all, your, your car smelling like an acre. You ain't, that ain't living wise. That's not living wise. You got doobies all in your ashtray. What's going on? The cops pull you over. Guess what? It's going to be very uh, uncomfortable for you. Tell somebody say, oh, I'm uncomfortable now. That's because you living unwise. Stop letting people park in your visitor parking lot. You giving codes to everybody. Come on now. That's living unwise. Where are your tiles at? You wasting towels because you living on, <laughs> oh God, you living unwise. I'm, <laughs> you living unwise, been there, done it. I'm just trying to be real. God told me to give it to you raw. 
That's what he told me. He said, they like it raw anyways. <laughs> God said they like it raw anyways. So give, give, give the word to them raw. Yeah. They like it raw. They don't like it. They don't like it with protection, son. So give it to them raw. Get his word to them raw. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's keep on moving in group. It says, verse 16, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Have you been making the most of your opportunities? Opportunity is knocking at your door. Look at it. It's knocking at your door. But you talking about you tired or you busy or I ain't going to be able to make it. I don't know about that. I don't, I don't know. Is that, man, you need to be making the most out of every opportunity. You said you want to lose weight. What was you missing the opportunities? Get up off that couch and go jog around the corner real quick. You wasting opportunity. You said you want to go back to school. Well, you got to get off that couch. Power go be there. You got to, you can't watch it this week, baby. You got to go, uh, you got opportunity knocking and you need to let it in because the days are evil. The more you miss opportunity, the more opportunity evil comes into your life. Oh my God. That was, ooh. Did you hear what God said? The more you miss opportunities of God coming, you have now Open the door for more opportunities for evil to be in your life. I don't want you guys. That's what God is trying to get you guys to get out of. Therefore, do not be foolish. You see what he's saying in verse 17? This is the will of God. This is the will of God for you. He said, I don't want you to be out here foolish. See my days ago. Foolish. He don't want you out here to be foolish. Okay. But but check, check out what he said. But understand what the Lord will is. He wants you to understand. You're not supposed to be out here confused. But we gotta be, we gotta be able to be careful. We got to live wise. We got to make the most of every opportunity. And we can't be foolish. When we do those things, when we start to practice that Pacific lifestyle, that's when we start to understand what the uh, God's will. That's why you don't understand it. Some of us, uh, we living unwise out here in these streets. We missing opportunities. All right. Oh, man, I hope y'all getting this word. Okay, let's keep on moving the group. Y'all know what it is. So we're getting this word tonight. Oh, God, I know God talking to some people. Some people, some people finna be free. It's a whole bunch of contacts that's about to be deleted tonight. I already see God dealing with some people. Some people, about, they deleting folks right now. Delete, delete, block. Uh-huh. Because God is talking. See, when God talk, everything's changed, man. I promise you that. Yeah, everything changed. And then it don't even be hard. You don't even miss it no more. You got to start, see, stop, instead of praying for that house, instead of praying for that car, instead of praying for that relationship, instead of praying for that money, ask God, hey, God, give me the gift to say goodbye. Oh, yeah. God, just give me that gift that, that it just comes so natural. I don't want to sing, God. I don't need to play basketball. I don't want them type of gifts. That's cool, and I, and I appreciate it. But give me the gift to say goodbye. 
<laughs> yeah, I just need that gift. Yeah, when I say goodbye, I'm done. I'm moving on. Okay, let's keep on going. Romans chapter 12 and verse 2. Romans chapter 12 and verse 2. It says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God will is. You'll be able to approve when you start to renew your mind. See, some of you don't know what the will of God is because you are conformed to the pattern of this world. What you mean by that? You think like the world. You fear like the world. You talk like the world. You go places where the world go. You date like the world. You praise like the world. You say thank you, Jesus, like the world. You even pray like the world. You even fast like the world. You see what I'm saying? You even bow your head like the world. You have a religious uh, lifestyle like the world. So you, it's going to be hard for you, woman of God, man of God, to understand what the will of God is. So now you have to go on a hiatus and start to renew your mind. You got to do a whole download. This stuff is serious. This is not no like, oh, I went to church Sunday and think you go get a renewed mind. No, it don't work like that. I'm sorry. Real change don't work like that. Ask somebody who's trying to lose weight. Does real change work like that? It doesn't. It takes time. It takes discipline. It takes consistency to get a renewed mind. And I'm asking you tonight, believer, is your mind that important to you? See, it, you can start to, it, it's really clear to see if your mind is important. Do you take the time out to renew your mind? I know you want to be on they mind, and I know you want to be on her mind, and you want to be on his mind. But forget about that. What about your mind? Because God, he can read your mind, but yeah, he can read your mind and he know what you're thinking. So you need to start to renew it. Quick. Let's keep moving and grooving. But I, I need, I want us to get there, y'all. I really do. I know God want us to get there, man. He want us to get there. All right, this next one, this next will of God, it's going to ruffle some feathers, but uh, that's what the underground do. We do that. We do that. Let me look up this verse real quick, y'all. Hold on. I thought I had it. It's a uh, First Thessalonians uh, four and three. Some of y'all like First Thessalonians. What's that? <laughs> Who is Thessalonians? <laughs> oh man, you know what you mean. What's Thessalonians? What's Jude? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Get in your word. Stop playing with God. Y'all, uh, I told y'all to turn to Peter. Y'all way up in, in Exodus. Y'all up in the uh, table of cuts. Uh, table of Peter. Okay, okay, 658. Turn to 658. <laughs> Anyways, 1 Thessalonians 4.3. All right, this is going to work for some feathers, but we finna see what the will of God is. Okay, check this out, y'all. It says, it is God's will 
It is God's will that you be sanctified, that you should avoid sexual immorality. Do you hear that? I see you, you got to be, I mean, you got to let that word, you got to just accept what, okay. So God's will is he don't want me out here being freaky. Basically. God said, my will for you is that you be sanctified. That means he wants you to be set apart. He don't want you to be giving it up to everybody. You busting it open for everybody. You putting your mouth on everybody. That's not the will of God for your life. And if that's what you're operating in right now, I'm going to tell you something. Stop praying about other things and you need to focus on what God is telling you to do right now. Let's just be real. Let's just go ahead and kick this dough off. That's what God is saying. He's saying, see, my people out here, my people is perishing for the lack of knowledge. They're out here seeking all this other knowledge. I'm trying to just tell them, stop, uh, avoid sexual immorality. I keep telling y'all when the scripture says, taste and see that the Lord is good. He wasn't talking about that woman's private part, young man. He wasn't talking about that man's private part, young lady, when he said that. No, no, ma'am. You've been tasting all type of different things and talking about, oh, God not talking to me. Uh, he not. He's telling you right now. He's telling you right now. Hey, I need you to get up out of that. I'm going to need you to stop being a freak. Yeah, I'm going to need you to stop busting it open like that. Straight up. Mm-hmm. That is the will of God for a lot of us right now. Let's just be honest. The will of God is that you abstain. He did not make you to just be, uh, he did not make us, fearfully and wonderfully made us. Do y'all understand that? Do you think he just fearfully and wonderfully made our hands, our bodies? He took the time out. He was in, we was in a womb for nine months. And you think he did all that just so we can come out here and be free? So we can just go to the captain and bust it open? Huh? Nah. I'm sorry. That's not God's will. And I had to come to this knowledge. And when it, that's what I'm saying. When you really want to get close to God, and when you really want to have that personal relationship with God, you start saying, you know what? I got I to gotta do some things. I got to do some things, man. And that's what God wants you guys to do. All right? So remember that. Hey, the will of God, 1 Thessalonians 4.3. It says, it is God's will. Did you? I mean, he making it so clear. The will that you should be sanctified, that you should avoid sexual sin. Man, how you doing in that area, believe? Young man of God, how you doing in that area? It's tough. Come on, you got to pray and fast, bro. Yeah. Some of this type of stuff, man, you're going to have to pray and fast, man. It, it's that serious. See, the cost of following God has went up. Y'all thought milk went up. Y'all thought eggs went up. Y'all thought gas was going up. Now, the cost of following God has went up. He's just showing us in the natural what's happening in the spiritual, baby. He's saying, I didn't, my, the cost of following me didn't went up. Yeah, everything going up. But I want you to know it's worth it. Yeah, it's worth it for sure, for sure. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Ooh, ooh, ooh. 
Let's go uh, to, let's see where we go. go, go. Where we go? Where you want to go? Go. Let's go to uh, 1 John 2.17. 1 John 2.17. 1 John 2.17. I ain't going to keep y'all long tonight because I know y'all got some stuff y'all got to do. And some of y'all got to go eat and, you know, do what y'all got to do and, you know. But I hope y'all letting this word get into y'all tonight, man, for real. First John 2, 17, it says, the world and its desires pass away. The world and its desires pass away. See, those desires that you have, I want you to know they're going to fade away like MJ on a good day. Yeah, I want you to know they're going to fade away better than Kobe Bryant. Those desires that you lusting after so bad right now, I want you to know they're going to fade away. They're going to fade away. There's things that you think you want so bad. When you get a couple of more years older, you're going to be like, I cannot believe I wanted that. Some of y'all are uh, sleeping with that right now. <laughs> Sometimes I just be trying to just, I just be want to, you know, make sure y'all listening. But yeah, there's some things that you wanted so bad, but when years pass, and desires get older. You see, your desire is more mature now. You know? Amen. Amen. All glory to God. All glory to God. He, you needed to hear that. All glory to God. Hey, I told you, God, go speak to you. But yeah, you see, uh, your emotions right now. See, your oh, let me, I'm, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to end off, but the Holy Spirit taking me somewhere else. Your emotions, your feelings, your desires right now. See, they're in the world. And, and I want you to know, when you start to get abiding God and abiding Christ and start to walk with Christ, see, your desires start to change. Your feelings start, start to change. So I'm saying this because some of y'all are making lifetime decisions and you haven't even figured out who you is in Christ. So once you start to get in Christ, you go look at that lifetime decision that you're making. These uh-oh, 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 uh-ohs. And you're going to be like, oh, my God. What what did I even, wait a minute. What is, what is, uh-uh. That's why I'm saying you got to start to uh, uh, really renew your mind. You're a renewed mind may not even like that boyfriend. A renewed mind may not even like that girl that you're with. That is what God is trying to tell you. See, a renewed mind may not want to go after that job. A renewed mind may not even want that house. A renewed mind may not even want to take on that debt. That is why he's encouraging, renew your mind. See, you, you, you don't even know what you like yet. I, I say that about my, uh, sometimes when I'm talking to, girl, you, what you, I don't even ask her what she want to eat. I don't ask those questions to my, uh, my what y'all want to eat. I'm not asking, they don't know. They minds, are, you know, they don't, they don't have that ability yet to know what they want. And that's why what God is saying, without a renewed mind, you really don't know what you want. You're being governed by your feelings. You're being governed by your emotions. And ladies, 
make sure you're not out here getting with a man who is governed by his emotions, governed by his feelings, governed by his desires. If you're not, if you're a believer, a woman of God, if you are calling yourself a woman of God, you need to get with a man who is governed by the word of God, period. I don't care how his shoe game is. Okay, I don't care about that. God is not worried about it. See, he told you when he was talking to David, y'all look on the outside, I look at the heart. You need to start looking at uh, these dudes or you need to start looking at these women with God eyes, looking at the heart. Because it revealed itself. I want you to know whatever situation you're in right now, it's just being revealed. It was always, oh my God, I can't believe they did. It was always there. It's the season of reveal. It's being revealed now. It was, you know, tucked away in his heart. David said in the word, he said, in, in, in uh, Thy word I have hidden in my heart so I may not sin against you. Uh, there's some other things that's people hiding in their heart too. Murder, lust, envy, pride. There's other things people hide. See, if you're not hiding the word in your heart, there's other things you hide in your heart too. So don't be surprised. It's a surprise. Shout out to baby boy. <laughs> I don't know why. But it, yeah. Don't be surprised. Your next decision. This is a word from somebody. Your next decision. Look at the heart. Are they governing their life by the word of God? And how would you know that if you're not in the word of God? Study to show thyself approved, soldier of Christ. I'm going to need you to start studying and show yourself approved. So you can know when that test come, you already, uh-uh, that's a, that's a, that's a D. You already know how to grade that paper. See what I'm saying? Shout out to all my teachers out there. But I guarantee you when they get that paper, they know how to grade it. They know when, they know when them, uh, them students trying to sneak over and get an answer. They ain't really study. They know. They already, they say, look, look at this. They out here trying to fool me. Elf. And they'll write a little note. Study more. I used to get a lot of that. <laughs> Study more. And that's what you got to do when these tests come your way. You already know. You have your red uh, spiritual marker out and you get the mm -mm, X. Oh, it, oh, that's X. X. Okay, that's good. See, uh, and, and just because they get one circle right, don't mean you... <laughs> Girl, he, he was praying. He prayed over our food. He a man of God. That's a Lucia devil. That's a lie. Just because they praying over your food, you need to do some more testing. Come on now. I don't want you to be governed, young man of God. I don't want you to be governed, young woman of God, by your feelings. You so deep in your feelings. So deep in your feelings. No. Don't be governed by your feelings. When Christ was out here walking in this world, he wasn't governed by his feelings. That's why when his mama and his dad, uh, his brothers them came, they say, hey, your family out here, they want to holler at you. He say, uh, who's my mama? Who's my dad? Who's my brothers? He wasn't governed by his feelings. He was governed by the will of God. 
He was governed by the will of God. And all you soldiers right now who listening to me, all you soldiers right now who are putting the armor on, say it's wartime. It's wartime. It ain't time to be, hey, we can't be buddy-buddy with everybody. It just can't happen like that. Not right now. It's wartime. Who you with? Who you with? Bernie Mac told us that. Who you with? Who you with? I need to know if you with God or the devil. Straight up. Matter of fact, you don't even got to tell me. Let me uh get my red mark out. Let me see. Oh, okay. Easy. He don't want you out here being confused. I promise you that. It is not the time to be out here talking to everybody. We're brothers. We happy and we singing and we color. <laughs> Give me the high five. All right. I'm not out here being brothers with everybody. I can't do that. Mm -mm. Not right now. It's a war out here in these streets. It is a spiritual warfare going on. And if you can't feel it, it's because you're not walking in the spirit. You're walking in the flesh. All right. But anyway, it's 802. I ain't mean to, I ain't going to keep y'all long, you know, because I, I go, I told y'all I go on and on like an Erica Badu song. I really would because I got so many scriptures. But uh, I know God wanted me to talk about his will. He wanted me to give y'all a couple of scriptures today about the will of God so you can begin to practice these things. And you may say, hey, well, I'm practicing these things. Well, good. Can you pass this along to some of our brothers out here and our sisters out here who is hurting? You know, shadow them how to shoot this weapon. See, I know a lot of people out here saying they license to carry, but you don't know how to shoot this thing. Yeah, when the enemy come up to you, you fumbling. You don't even know how to shoot the gun. You don't even know how to shoot this word of God out when the enemy come your way. You just caring to look hard. Oh, man, that's a word right there. You just carrying this, this cross, or you carrying the word, or you carrying Christ's name just to look like it. But when the enemy come, or when that pressure come your way, you don't even know how to pull that thing out. You got to keep that thing right there on that hip. You feel me? So when that enemy come, I say hello to my little friend. That's why we got to be out here, man. It's time to hey, it's time to uh it's time to uh war up, man, for real. It's time to get it in. It's time to get it in. Hey, but anyways, hey, I appreciate everybody coming out to the underground. A place to hear the word of God before you go six feet underground. Who was I? <laughs> I ain't nobody, man. I'm just the voice of one calling out saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. I appreciate everybody. Love y'all. See y'all when I see you.